Buenos dias from the Gothic Quarter. This is the Rorschach Spain update from the 26th of January, 2023. Quick summary of what's going down in Spain. American and European officials have reasonable evidence to believe that Russian military intelligence agents could have been behind the autumn letter bomb campaign. Six letter bombs were sent and targeted prominent figures in late November and early December. They were mostly sent to Madrid sites, including Spanish President Pedro Sanchez, official residence, American and Ukrainian embassies, and Ministry of Defense, and Instalaza, a weapons maker in Zaragoza that manufactures grenade launchers, some of which Spain is sending to Ukraine. Luckily, no one was significantly injured during the attacks. However, investigators in recent weeks have discovered a link between the Russian imperial movement, a far-right paramilitary organization, and the attacks, as key figures in the organization were in Spain during that time. Officials are concerned that these attacks could be a warning shot to the EU NATO alliances to step down and stop giving military and humanitarian aid to Ukraine. Investigations continue. As a result of the recent uh, letter bomb attacks, intelligence agencies in Spain, the U.S., and Britain have increased their intelligence resources deployed towards letter bombs. On the topic of Ukraine, after a few weeks back and forth, Spain has decided to donate half a dozen Leopard tanks to the Ukrainian army. As Germany confirms, it will send 14 Leopard 2 tanks to help Ukraine and lift the export ban of the combat tanks for other countries, too, as up until now, uh, they were restricted under export regulations. Germany's decision comes as a joint decision with the U.S., who agreed to send 30 M1 Abrams tanks to help Ukraine. Ukrainian troops have been asking for these tanks for months. However, Germany, the U.S., and the EU have shown reluctance because of the provocation this could cause as Russia will up its NATO threat posturing. From green tanks to green hydrogen, on Sunday the 22nd, Spain announced that Germany will join France, Spain, and Portugal in organizing the H2MED project. The H2MED project, which we've been discussing in previous episodes, will likely be in operation in 2023 and is expected to transport 2 million tons of green hydrogen annually from Spain to France. With Germany's involvement, the project reiterates the need for EU autonomy and ambition to be carbon neutral by 2050. Morocco is back in the Spanish news this week as the European Parliament lays down its position on press freedom and censorship within the country. Marc Angel, who was only elected as vice president of the European Parliament on the 18th of January, clarified his position on Morocco and Iran's treatment of press freedoms and journalists. He condemnation of the two countries' behavior was the first to be made in nearly 25 years. However, on Friday the 20th, Pedro Sanchez stated that he had voted against the motion for press freedom in Morocco and insisted that the two countries still have a good relationship. Sanchez said that Spanish members of the European Union do not approve of some elements of this resolution, but that bilateral relations are going well. On Wednesday, the 1st and 2nd of February, Sanchez will travel to Morocco with many other ministers to attend the aptly named Morocco-Spain High-Level Summit in Rabat. Next up on the agenda is food prices. Many leading supermarket chains have been accused of not applying the VAT tax cuts to basic food items that the government bought to help consumers, uh, brought in to help consumers with rising living costs at the beginning of January. Since January the 1st, the Spanish government has ordered a 0% VAT application for bread, flour, milk, cheese, eggs, and other basic food items. This VAT tax has been reduced for oils and pasta from 10 to 5%. However, many consumers have complained that in reality, the cuts are not being applied. And thus begins the Twitter outrage 
as consumers have flocked to social media with comparison videos, especially for leading giant Mercadona. Some argue that the price of goods has increased week on week since January the 1st. Speaking of the government relief package, on Tuesday the 24th, they managed to pass its third package of economic aid through the Congress of Deputies a month after its entry on the 27th of December. Package got 175 yeses, 164 noes, and includes initiatives to lower VAT on basic food items that we just mentioned, suspension of evictions, a cap of 2% on rent increases in 2023, and a 15% increase for non-contributory pensions will be maintained. However, many politicians have said that this package of measures is being used by some as a marketing policy before May elections, and parliamentary groups have agreed that an aid plan needs to be put into place, but have said the current proposal is all smoke and mirrors, including errors that will fatten benefits for those not heavily affected by rising prices. Regardless, the measures have passed, as citizens also brand this aid as purely about the election, because the food aid in particular has been criticized for being ineffective. Both booze and cheers greeted Isabel Diaz Ayuso on Tuesday the 24th as the president of the community in Madrid received a special honor from her former university. Ayuso has been a divisive political figure in Madrid, and over the last few months, the divide might have been growing. Before she entered her former school, she was greeted by triumphant shouts of president and absolute majority, as well as whistles, boos, and shouting. However, despite the political split, her former university, La Universidad Complutense de Madrid, decided to name Ayuso an illustrious student, well-regarded alumni award. Ayuso remarked that she felt lucky and that receiving the prestigious award was an honor. Moving on, 27 people have been arrested in Logroño, Valencia, and Sevilla after the Civil Guard dismantled three illegal tobacco factories. Around 3 million cigarette packets without sales tax seals and 10,000 kilos of tobacco leaves were seized during the operation with an estimated market value of around 20 million euros. Carry out the grand scale of the contraband, officials say these companies exploited refugees, some of whom were Ukrainian, who moved to Spain under international protection, and others who were in the country illegally. The refugees were kept inside, worked long hours, and were crammed into prefabricated modules to keep them from being detected. In November, officials at the European Parliament reported that labor exploitations of Ukrainians is on the rise as the urgency of their situation and language barriers force them to take on informal and often exploitative work. On the topic of labor mistreatment, Barcelona's startup food delivery service Glovo has received hefty fines this week after violating Spanish labor laws. Glovo was found to have mistreated around 10,000 regular riders, making them self-employed workers instead of staff employees. However, as part of a 2021 law, app-based food delivery services that operate in Spain must make their riders full employees. So they've been told to pay nearly 80 million euros in fines. Globo has said it's fighting the case because it dates before the law's effect. Regardless, the European Union is working on new regulations to strengthen workers' rights on digital platforms such as Globo and Deliveroo. Now for some sports news. If you've been on social media lately, you may have seen the Gerard K, former Barcelona and Spanish international football star, scattered over your feed. 
in collaboration with fellow Catalan Ibael Llanos, a popular streamer, the two have created a new football league that some have dubbed a circus. Despite the criticism, the two have big hopes as they usher in a new era of the sport. Dubbed the King's League, this new football institution boasts some wacky and fun additions to the regular concept of football, unlimited substitutions, time penalties for yellow and red cards, and perhaps the one everyone's been talking about the most, the ability to have current professional football players join your team with the help of a wild card. As bizarre as it all sounds, Pique and Llanos have said they are trying to appeal to a younger audience with their new sport, and as well as media attention, many football fans are excited about what they have come up with. And that's it for this week. Hey, listen, another question. Are there any platforms we should be on but aren't? We can tell how many people listen on various platforms, iTunes, Audible, Google Podcasts, etc. We can tell those not on VPNs what country the listeners are listening from. But we want to be sure that there aren't some important platforms that we aren't on and should be. If you believe that to be the case, let us know at Spain at Rorschach.com. Hasta la próxima. Thank you.